Welcome to the Fitz Life Unfiltered Podcast with Kim and Jamie Fitzpatrick, former employees turned successful online entrepreneurs, speakers, parents, and couple. Thank you for tuning in. We know your time is valuable, and their goal is to help you live abundantly, provide value and tips on achieving physical, mental, spiritual, and financial wealth while navigating this crazy-ass thing we call life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hello. We are back. We are back, back, back. Do we start every podcast like that? We're back. No? I think maybe we do. Okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Let's just carry on. We're back. I have weird noise. Kim, Kim told me she's going to, she's like, you know what I want to talk about on this episode? I'm like, yeah, what do you want to talk about? She's like, my throat chakra. I was like, what? Yeah, I do. So Jamie, how many times we've been together? So we've been together close to 18 years. Yes. How many times have I lost my voice? In our relationship. Lost it? Like it's been raspy and. Or can't talk. Um, I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. Five, oh ten. Gosh. What? More? Yes. You've never like lost no, your voice. But like it's super raspy and I'm losing my voice. A lot. Sure. A lot. Okay. A lot. So. And but, it hasn't been lately. It's been no. pretty good lately. So I started doing some research on this. And I never correlated the two. I just thought that I had a really rad, sexy voice. But we're <laughs> this, this is getting there. this is getting deep for people. Like I think, like because for me too, I'm like okay, throat chakra. Like no. like I'm I'm all about meditation and yoga and chakras. I believe in energy big time. Yeah. But a throat chakra, I didn't know you had a chakra in your throat. Yeah, you don't know much about chakras. So. <laughs> Thanks. So, Thanks, hon. And, these, and let me be honest, I don't either. Yeah. I really don't either. I'm not an expert in this. But one of the things that came up for me, um, and again, I don't know whether this was God, universe, source. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I was brushing my teeth and I literally heard, you know, it's so funny because it makes me sound like I'm bananas but i had you say this, this a lot though that you hear things i do i had this message come through just saying it's your throat chakra and i was like oh okay can you break that down for the people because there's people going to be rolling their eyes right now i'm not i'm not saying that but when you say because i this is the thing about kim and our daughter tessa is they're very intuitive people even last night kim we didn't talk about this i'm going to bring this up and I, I i'm surprised i didn't ask you we went for a walk yesterday with um, Kim and I and our daughter, and our daughter kept looking back at our street when we were leaving it, mm. and there was a vehicle, a strange vehicle parked on the road, and our daughter, she kept looking back and looking back and looking back. I was like, I was like, Tess, what are you, like, what are you, what are you looking at? She's like, but that vehicle, and it was like she was looking back too much, and there was nothing about the vehicle, but when we got back, babe... Did you notice how many cop cars were on the street? Oh, yeah. There were three or four police cars. We don't. We still don't know what happened or what it was. But we didn't even talk about this until the pod. Did you notice that there was something about that car for her that that was throwing? And she's nine. It was throwing her off. And we. She's an empath. She's like very intuitive about stuff. And when we got back from our walk, there was three police vehicles on the street. Um, something was going on. I'm just. You forgot about that, didn't you? Didn't even put those two together. Yeah. Very strange. Hey, Wow. so, but, but so back to the point is that you and her are very intuitive. So I don't, I don't poo poo when you talk about this stuff. Cause I do believe in energy and all that stuff, but you're right. I don't know a lot about chakras and nor or, do I, I okay. don't either. So this like 
this kind of just idea came to me and I started talking about it with my therapist um, from my, 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 my therapy this week. And I, I talked to her and I said, Hey, can I ask you a question? Cause she's really my counsel. I really, you know, I don't just come out and talk about all of this without really getting a professional opinion. Yeah. Um, so I was like, Hey, do you think that there's a, do you think there's a reason or a correlation that I would lose my voice a lot when I had unhealed trauma, when I didn't have, when I, when I, when I was feeling unsure, when I wasn't feeling worthy, I remember losing my voice when I was dating shitty humans that I shouldn't have been dating. Um, I remember, not you, not you. Hope you're not listening. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. I remember I would, and, and here's the thing. It's like, I will lose my voice if I'm out at a bar, which we haven't been to in a long time, screaming because I'm having event. the time of my life or, or an event because we're having the time of our lives. That's different. That's mm-hmm. different. What I learned is that with your throat, your throat chakra, it's really the place where we speak, we sing, we recite poetry, we say loving gestures. We can also use that voice to protect hurt, criticism, slander, you know. But so when your throat chakra is in harmony and alignment, we're affirming the life and the way we speak and express to ourselves. So, you know, we communicate in this loving way. We're happy. I notice that when I feel constricted in my throat, when I feel pressure, it isn't that like, I have no voice, like the little mermaid. But if you think about the little mermaid and Meghan Markle talked about this in her interview, she said, you know, when I fell in love with my prince, I had to lose my voice. Mm. And then she got that voice back. And that's kind of what I feel like too, right? Like, I feel like for me, I feel like I'm getting my voice back. And I feel like for a lot of my life, I allowed my voice to be silenced. I allowed my voice to be minimized. And what I learned from my therapist who was talking about this, she said, absolutely, there's a correlation when you have past hurt, past trauma, past healing. And if you go and Google this, guys, and you research this, it's literally going to pop up in front of you. And I never did that before. I never actually researched into it. I just thought, oh, no, I just that's what I have. And I made actually a post on on Instagram and on Facebook about it. And a lot of my girlfriends from my childhood was like, yeah, I used to call it your sexy man voice because you would lose your voice a lot. And a lot of it was really just an imbalance and where I felt like I had no authority, no power in my life, no control over certain things. Again, that could be a myriad of things, right? And I think that's why this is so universal because it really can relate to so many people. And I had I had an overwhelming response from my social media post um, about, oh my gosh, me too. Oh my goodness, this makes so much sense. Oh my goodness, Thank you for sharing that part. And I don't share often that I lost my voice a lot because I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think that it was anything that was, you know, I didn't think that this would be, you know, really directly correlated back. But I found that when I started praying and meditating, being out in nature again, I started walking again. That's changed my life. Being able to be back out in nature. I I had severe PTSD from what happened for you and I thought my best way to heal was just to work. And one of the things that I've been learning is that's not it. (laughs) I will always work. I love working, but I also love myself and I love my children and I love my family. And I know that I need to really heal. So one of the things that I've, I've noticed, and again, you know, I don't know whether you, you want to weigh in here, but it's like, it's, it's really 
taking ownership of your life. It's taking ownership and taking an inventory of what's serving you, of what's not, of of listening to your intuition, listening to your gut and trusting that bitch. She knows what's up. You know, she does. Like your gut, your intuition is telling you what's working and what's not. So if you are feeling pressure in your throat, if you are feeling off or imbalanced, you probably are. And I think that that's important to think about. So when you when you remain clear and direct in speaking your personal truth, and for me as a child, I could not speak my personal my truth ever, not once. I would if I spoke my truth, I was grounded, mm. or I was overly emotional, or I was the hard one, you know. And that's first for me. That was so fucking frustrating. You were hard to love, right? I'm saying that quote unquote. That's what I was told. I was told if you're better behaved, you'll be easier to love. Sorry, I went deep there on you. Yeah, you don't think I'm hard to love. No, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, so I was let's saying just that clarify I that was is. saying that quote unquote you were quote unquote hard to love. I'm not yeah. That was what I was told. And yeah. so for me, that's where a lot of that came and I was talking to my sister yesterday and had a really emotional breakthrough with her. I said I finally feel where I'm at a point in my life where I know exactly the type of mother I want to be. I said, but if I'm honest, for the first 10 years of being a parent, I didn't really have an example. Mm-hmm. So it was really hard for me yeah. to figure that out. I thought that you work, you provide for your kids, you be their parent. You, I didn't realize there was this whole other wealth of love because I didn't have that. And I had to reparent myself. And so this healing, this throat, this... Me finally feeling no anxiety, no pressure on my chest, me healing my relationships with you, with my children, myself. All of this has has been such a full circle healing moment for me. But you've all always poured on love on our kids. Of course I have. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, you, you go the other, you went the op, uh, other end of the spectrum from what you received, right? Oh. Like, and that's what happened. You go, you go two ways. You could have been the exact same. But you, you went the exact opposite. But, but what I would say now is it's the quality of time with my kids. Yeah. It's the questions I get with my kids. It's not about the stuff they have. It's not about any of that. You know, I get, I get joy and my tears well up making them snacks after school and asking mm-hmm. like that to me is the best part of my day. And they're and, getting older where you can have those conversations oh, yeah. too, right? I'll never forget when Tess was like, mommy, we're so close now. <laughs> and I just, I literally had to hold it together. I was like, yes, we are. And I like kind of, you know, because for me, that's not because I want to be best friends with my kids. I think that there's a really important line as parents. But one of the things that I've noticed through this healing and through really identifying, gosh, these cues from my body were telling me a story. And and the healing that's taking place is intergenerational healing. Mm -hmm. So I'm healing, which means... My kids are never going to have to recover from their childhood. Well, they may some things, right? Yeah. For sure, of course. That's we're all human. Yeah. But from 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 what I'm finding that I've been having to recover from for the past forty years, that's a lot. <laughs> and I can only imagine how many of you listening are also walking through a lot right now. Yeah. And I want to share something with you. And I, I listened to Jane Fonda. If you can listen to this this video, it was amazing. It's called Life's Third Act. And she spoke about this when she was 60 and she talked about the healing that she's been doing and she was 60. And I think, gosh, if I can be in my second act and heal, what a different person I'll show up as. 
It's like a 10-year-old video now, I think. Isn't it? The her, remember hers? I did yeah, that? It's, yeah, it's fantastic. It's, fantastic it's really video. good to watch. It's on YouTube, I think. Yeah, but it, it that's really what kicked me off understanding. Mm-hmm. I, I need to heal here. Yeah. There's something more going on here. And, and, you know, when you hear Jamie and I both speak, like, you know, and talk and share our stories, we've been doing personal development for over, yeah. for me, it's been 17 years. You know, I've been in therapy, really intense therapy, I would say, for about two and a half years. I had mm-hmm. my clinical diagnosis of anxiety and PTSD from childhood and then layered trauma with you, James. Mm-hmm. Um, so therapy is a non-negotiable for me every week. Not from me, from the heart attack. For, sorry, from the heart. <laughs> yes, from the cardiac arrest. Um, but a lot of that work had to be done before what happened for you with your cardiac arrest. So sure. anyway, yeah. What do you What do you have to, what are you thinking about? Over there, I'm you're still, quite quiet. I'm still trying. Well, no, it's it, it's all good. It's it's. I'm I'm still trying to understand. Like so, so with your throat chakra, how wh- what are things that people can do? You know, to um, is this a meditation thing? Is this is this picking up a book and understanding the sh- you know the shock that? Because for me, when you brought it up, I'm like, okay, that that's great. Like you have a th- uh, throat chakra and you're trying to understand that. And is is it more about just you having to? to find your voice and not, I'm not talking about the voice within yourself, but to like we talk about with therapy, is it being able to express the past hurts, the past things you've gone through, um, finding someone that you can trust to speak about those things. So, because I, I do think that we all suppress our voice a little bit. We suppress the things that we maybe don't want to talk about because they're fucking hard. They're painful. They're, they're the thing that happened to you in grade eight. That's painful. And if you don't think that bothers you now, I call bullshit on that. And then I'm not saying I know everything. I Listen, in our past episode, we talked about me going to therapy. Um, I think that not being able to talk about that stuff, I think it blocks people up in ways that we don't even imagine. And we talk about my chronic pain. I'm sure it's a manifestation of something, of something, you know, Um and it's, I, I think the more we open up and discuss and talk about your past and, um, talk about the things that you're, you're fearful of and, and that worry you, um, I think we start to open up. I really do. And I, I think that's where you actually hear people's true voice because I think so many people get caught up in this, um, this blocked version of themselves where they're terrified to be who they really want to be or terrified to speak their mind or terrified to try new things. I honestly think, and again, it's not, it may be to do with this throat chakra, but I think it, I know, <laughs> so he's like this thing. No, because uh, I don't understand it. Right. That's but, fair. but it's like, it, it, I'm sure we're blocked to a point from our past and the things because we never release that because most people don't talk about it. I think most people don't go to therapy and I get, I, I never went to therapy and, and I'm sure that's where a lot of my issues come from. But I, I think we have to, and I think women are better at it than men. Of course, you're more vulnerable. You're more open. You're more sentimental. You're, I think men, especially, um, finding, finding other, finding other guys or good, good friends that you can talk to. I think it's massive. Um, but I think we we block up a lot of things gets gets clogged up there. I think one of the things, and this is just from an article that I was reading up on, it's what the throat chakra teaches us is it, it that the throat chakra resonates with emotional and mental struggles and having the willpower to vocalize what you desire in your life. Mm-hmm. And because every choice or lack of that choice, right, what you 
what you choose, you're not changing, right? So if you continuously complain about your work, but you're not changing it, that you're going to, your body is going to say like, you're not happy. I'm going to yell back at you. Mm-hmm. They're going to, it's going to give you signs and it's involved in every detail of our life. And it can also be traced back to nearly all illnesses. Yeah. Um, the other thing about the power of the throat chakra is that we forget we have a choice to say what we want to change or admit that we're unhappy. And so often we suffer in silence in the name of making everybody else happy. And maybe it's because we want to be good and dutiful or like when I was a little girl, I just wanted to be better behaved. So I was more loved, right. which I was not, that wasn't, I, the, no part of my body wanted to do what they told me to like, I, no, I was like, if I could have said fuck when I was five to 15, well, I did sure when I was did. 15, but like <laughs> five to eight, I would have had a very expressive, you know, um, but we have choice with our voice and we really do. And I think we're in a, in a time and an age where we need to really teach our children as well to, to be respectful. And one of the things I love is, and I say this with you all the time, it's like, was this healing? Is this hopeful? Is yes. this helpful? Like, so what you're about to say is this healing? Is this hopeful or is this helpful? Because if it's not, your every part of your body is going to shut down. Like you need to be very careful, honestly, like mm-hmm. with how you're showing up. Every second matters. Every, and I believe like, you know, and I don't know whether, you know, I don't know whether this is my job in this world. And I think maybe it is, but I believe it's my responsibility to remind all of us, including myself that we have one fucking life, mm-hmm. one life. And you were, babe, you were 30 seconds away from a very different life. Mm-hmm. And that's not our reality. You know, my mom did not get another, she made a choice to keep me and she didn't survive past 11 months after. I didn't yep. know she was terminal, you know? So, and what I, from, from what I know from my mom, what I've heard is that she didn't use her voice that well. She, she, yeah, you know, like, and I, so as I heal, mm-hmm. as my sisters heal, you're trying to be respectful. I, that's, that's good. She's healing. A lot of other people are healing yeah. and whether they're here or not, whether you believe that or not, yeah. that shit matters and it does work. So you need to really identify whether or not you have a, any fear or you feel like you have no authority or power or choice in your life. And a lot of us are made to believe that we're not leaders and that's not true. You are absolutely a leader. And it doesn't mean that if you are in a career where you're an employee, that you're not a leader. You're totally a leader. And you can be a rock star in your career. You can be a rock star in your profession. But complainers and victims and people that are, are low energy and are, are, are not going to be the ones that the company is going to want at the forefront. So how are you deciding how you heal and how you grow and how you rise? And, you know... A lot of us as well, we succumb to these societal pressures and we live in this box of what society's spell tells us we should or we shouldn't do. And that makes it, that that leads to restrictive patterns. And that is going to ultimately result in your throat, throat chakra blockages. And if I, like, from what I read, what I researched, what I'm learning, is that not exactly how I felt? Yeah. Would, yeah. Is that not, does that not help you to understand a little bit more? Yeah, for sure. Like, Absolutely. And I didn't understand that either. You know, but when those that suffer with an imbalance, they may feel pressure in their chest. Mm -hmm. You may feel a little bit of anxiety. You may feel at a loss. You may feel like your throat's hurting, but it's not hurting. Um, You may struggle with, uh, (laughs) 
this is what was crazy, guys. I would get bronchitis every single year. Yeah. Like bad bronchitis. And those who suffer with an imbalance or th- or th- or blocked throat chakra struggle with throat respiratory systems, laryngitis, tonsillitis, or common cold because they are not voicing their authentic self. Mm. A deficiency of this energy can make a person become timid, unafraid to speak up, and insecure about it communicating their needs and wants. And Interesting. An, and an overactive throat chakra can bring about a dogmatic arrogance, gossiping, excessive talking or complaining, self-righteous lifts, and inability to listen to others um, as well. Interesting. So your throat chakra is important for either end of the spectrum. And it's telling you a story. And you can, the way to heal this and open it up is what we've been doing, which is praying, being in nature, sing at the top of your lungs, meditate, commune with the source, divine God, whatever that is for you. Therapy. Say no if something doesn't resonate with you. Like, Jamie, how firm am I, right? Like, I'm firm. Like, if there's something that, and and we are really open in our relationship and our marriage. Like, we were talking about the throat, throat chakra this morning, and Jamie did not understand. So he's like, well, you do. Oh, God. Well, don't don't go here. It. I am. Well, you do talk a lot. I was like. <laughs> guys, let me, let me just say uh, something. No, right he now. did not just say that. That, guys, in that moment. That was not the thing to say. <laughs> I was like trying to talk to him about the podcast and the throat chakra. He's like, well, maybe you just lost your voice because you talk a lot. Guys, I almost punched him right it, in the bag. No, I was like, <laughs> you almost punched me in the throat. <laughs> it, it took me, it took me about four seconds and I said it and she looked at me. I went, oh fuck. I shouldn't have said that. Should I? Way to go. Idiot. <laughs> and you apologized to on the me. Way, on Jamie the... went for a walk for an hour and he thought about how terrible it was. To say that. <laughs> so on the car ride over here, I said, I said, Hey babe, I said, I'm sorry for what I said to you. I said, and I listen. And then I made him repeat exactly what he was sorry for. I'm very, I'm like, what exactly are you sorry for? He's like, well, I shouldn't have said the thing about you talking too much. I'm like, why? Like I really drill down on your apology and, mm-hmm. and because it's like, and that's what we do that with our kids too, right? It's like, no, don't just say sorry for saying sorry. Tell it's like, me why. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why, bitch. <laughs> why are you sorry? But what that brought me to really learning when I learned this, I had no idea about this throat chakra. And it was like, it was whispered to me yesterday morning, had a therapy session, talked to my therapist, talked about it out on social media. And I've had so many women that are like, I feel this. I, this, thank you. Mm. This makes sense to me now. And I know it all sounds different, like chakras and root chakras, but all of that is beautiful. I was meditating last week and I had the most vivid red light. And I was like, of course. Google. Really? Yeah. I don't tell you all this Tell stuff. me about it. So I Googled it. It was like. So, so like when you say red light, because your eyes are closed, when you oh, say red light, because you're, you're in another kind of place and you literally you see. You were beside me. It was on Blue Mountain when the sun was coming in. And you see. Oh, well, maybe it was the sun. No. It no. So it was. It's, it was so it's, red. So it's dark when you're looking and then it becomes red. Bright red. Really? That's what happened for me. It Interesting. may not be proven i don't understand that what uh, i haven't told you is i had a red light and i was shining it on your face <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> but i did google it and it was about your root chakra healing so root chakra so oh, another am, chakra i have to I learn about. <laughs> i'm really looking so we are going to have some energetic healers on this podcast because i mm. this fascinates me um and there's a lot to it so well, ener- you, e- you either can be again this isn't like 
I don't know a lot about it. We're researching a lot about it. But wow, what a correlation for me when I learned about this throat chakra and then being able to speak to someone that really helps with um, tapping. And she's really going to help me do some different blocks that are happening. But it's... But tapping is like a practice, right? So tapping is something that you develop over time. It's not just something you do once and you're energetically cleared. It's like meditation or being out in nature. This is a culmination of consistency in your patterns and your behaviors that are going to set you free. I really, if, if you don't, if you don't believe in energy between people or in any of that stuff, and I think this falls in with intuition, I'm not an expert at this, so don't at me. But if you don't believe in energy from the things that you experience, I don't think you're paying attention. I really don't. Like, I, I think energy is so huge in all this. It's it's who you it's the people that are attracted to you. Um, and I, I just think it's a massive, massive part of life is the energy that you surround yourself with and show up with. And um, I think a lot of times we can control our energy. And I think it, that that ultimately determines the people you surround yourself with who come into your life, good and bad. Um, and so I think for you and I, we're, we're, we're really careful, even if we feel shitty, I think we try to be careful about how we bring our energy and it's not always easy. Like we're all getting bad moods and shitty stuff happens, but man, I really think how you show up energetically over time, I think it determines the course of your life because, mm-hmm. cause it, uh, it, it happens in small steps, but I think it, it, it attracts certain people that make you think differently about stuff or have an opportunity for you or like, I really believe that energy ultimately determines the path you sort of go down. Um, so my, my advice is at least be open to it and be open to throat chakras. <laughs> and with that, we're going to make that a wrap, but thank you for listening. And Thanks, I hope that this was helpful in some capacity yep. and go do your research and figure out what it is that's happening for you. Um, it's been a real journey of self-discovery and it's been beautiful and hard Um, And I'll leave you with this. So growth is not linear and growth can hurt. And it's when you hurt is when you hurt, you heal. So lean in sometimes to that pain because a lot of times we buffer it and we shove it down. And instead of shoving it down and you feel it, you're able to handle what that pain is and you're able to start to heal. So with that. that. We love you. Good close, Kim. Thank you for being a part of this with us. Thanks, guys. And we're just getting started. Here we go. Have a good one. You have been listening to the Fitz Life Unfiltered podcast with Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick. Please share this with your friends, family, and everyone looking to level up in their life. Leave a review and smash the shit out of the subscribe button. All resources and contact info are in the episode notes. Thank you for listening.